0: Yes, you're here with me, Dr. Pat Facilli, and you're listening to Crust Busting, Your Way to an Awesome Life. And you know what? We are doing the busting. Every big, day. Big time.
1: Not just Monday through Friday. No, no. Seven it's, days a week You here. know
0: what? It's what, what do they call it? Uh uh, seven seven days a week, twenty four hours a day. Twenty four seven. Twenty four seven is a just little catchy flip it. phrase. Yeah, just flip it. Just flip it. <laughs> Thank you, Benny. What would I do without you? Hey, you, you know,
1: uh, probably not a whole lot.
0: <laughs> well, there you have that.
1: That's a lot of weight on my shoulders, though.
0: Oh, uh, it is. Yeah. It's an awesome responsibility. But the, guess what? What? That's the deal.
1: Absolutely. Life
0: is sure. about choice. That's right. That's right. Well, you know what? We let me let me just say this. Yesterday, The show every day. The show has been amazing. We have an amazing listener group. I am just always so blown away. Uh, let me say to the people that um, were trying to call in yesterday and got uh, sort of busy signals that we will be here next Monday with that same show and mm-hmm. we're here today. Yep. And uh, I want to thank Linda, uh, who was on the phone, Woo-hoo! on the phone lines. For hitting hitting those buttons, hitting and, them uh, buttons and and know that if you know a button got hit accidentally, it's not personal. It, hopefully, it's just, hopefully, it's, we're just it's just a button thing. Uh, so again, I want to say thank you, thank you so much. I've received so many emails and uh, telephone calls regarding uh, this show, and I want you to know that part of what makes this show great is you all. That's what makes this show great. Uh, you are an incredible listener, audience, and your courage uh, when calling in and and simply listening. I mean, courage is everywhere. You know, just being able to be open to what we're talking about here. Crust, give yourselves a big old round of applause. Ready? Yay! Woo hoo! Yeah. Yeah. Okay, oh, I had a moment there. How about you? Good. Well, let's start out by saying. Uh, that we have a very special uh, guest today All of our guests are special Do I say that like every day? Yeah Okay Well it's but really it's true But it's a special
1: guest on a special day you It is You should take a look it's... outside your windows right now Ooh-oh. Especially over here on the east side It is beautifully blue skies everywhere
0: Yes, for those of you that are listening on the internet and you're you're on the Imagine East Coast, it. and I know that some of you are. <laughs> or click
1: up an internet picture and you're find te- one. Of them. Right, they're,
0: what they're doing is they're saying, okay, we talked to you about an hour ago, we told you we were in a blizzard. <laughs> okay, but the sun is always out.
1: Absolutely. It's always out. Sure it is. Uh,
0: what I want to say is, uh, getting back to our guests for today, uh, we're, we're excited to have Linda Schaefer joining us today on the show, and I want to tell you a little bit about Linda. Um, you know, she is amazing she's an international uh known photo uh, journalist she's the author of a very unique book i have the book here in front of me and the cover on the the, the cover of the book is enough to blow you away look at this benny that's, that's mother teresa that's a great picture um and the book is called uh come and see a photo journey into the world of mother teresa uh it, it captures the life of mother teresa unlike anything that you've ever seen I mean, this is a this is a story about a photo journal, a photojournalist Linda Schaefer living uh, uh, in India with Mother Teresa, and we'll talk more about that when Linda comes on because we have a lot of questions. I mean, we're sitting here and we say we always like, okay, that's great, you know, m- must have been really easy. No, this was not a cakewalk. This yeah. was about busting through. That's right. A lot of crust. They
1: do say you know, pictures worth a thousand words, but right there, that's way more than a thousand words.
0: Well. That's I'd right. Run out. This the the photo. The photo
1: itself. Well,
0: you know, and we will be giving away copies of this book. Good. We'll be bringing Linda on in a, in a few minutes. The photos in this book are breathtaking, and I every time I I speak with Linda, I tell her that I open this book, and I am so deeply touched that I you know I get all teary eyed. Uh, Benny's looking at me. He says. He's, Yes, I do get teary-eyed. I get teary-eyed on this show. I've seen you teary Don't look at me like I don't know. <laughs> I know. True. I've been through it. It happens. And you know what? It is really <laughs> okay, okay to cry. It is totally okay to cry. Um, it, yeah, It is. Well, anyway, let me get back <laughs> to this. Um, Linda will be on today, and we will have, uh, you know, uh, 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 the lines will be open. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm going to give them out early. I got some feedback yesterday that folks would like me to give out these numbers right in this segment as well. Um, and uh, they would really love to call in. And so let me do that. Um, you're listening to Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Pat Basili, and my amazing producer, Benny and we've got Linda on the lines and so if you are local she's
1: our call girl a call girl
0: oh uh, I mean, and a tough then word some to come out. um
1: laughing at me she uh,
0: you know we're all laughing here uh, look the number if you live in the seattle area is 425-373-5527 and toll free 1-888-298-5569 let me give those numbers out again if you live in the seattle area 425 425- 373-5527. And Toll3, three, Toll3, three, toll free. my fab, babe, I love it. <laughs> 1-888-298-5569. And uh, when the idea is, you know, we'll bring Linda on mm-hmm. and we'll be speaking with her. And if you call in with a question or a comment or would like to speak with Linda, you will get a copy of this amazing book. Very uh, cool. Uh, it is very cool. So now, don't be shy. No, don't be shy. Don't be shy. Well, what I want to say is, we have an amazing lineup this week. We do. And I'm going to start talking about it now because I know the show goes on and we are so engaged with our listeners. Sometimes we can't I don't do it in the very that. end. Uh, tomorrow at this time, 11 o'clock, we will have the amazing Gary Zukav and uh, his partner, spiritual and otherwise, uh, uh, Linda Francis, uh, with us on the show. And uh, we will be talking about some incredible, incredible things, including... Right. Mm -hmm. Our mind. And we'll be we talk about the mind here anyway, don't we? All the time. Well, I know I do. Well, I know. (laughs) That's what crust is about. (laughs) You know, change your thinking, create your dream. Well, their their new book is called The Mind of the Soul, Responsible Choice. And uh, they're going to be having a workshop here uh, this weekend. And we are uh, I'm just really excited about our lineup this week and every week. Um, on Thursday, don't forget, it's one-on-one. I've got some emails to share with you. We talked about goals, and I'm going to share those stories, people that have actually uh, started their goal-slash-opportunity list. And Friday, we're going to have Carol Hacker on, and she's going to talk about her amazing journey, you know, in the face of doctors telling her, mm you're not really going to have a chance here. And she's going to come on and share uh, her story. Now, uh... Something else we're doing, and I I mentioned this probably the first week of the show, Um, crust and crust busting is applicable in every aspect of our lives. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I don't know about you, Benny. Well, we could have some crust in our jobs and slight chance that there may be some crust in corporate America or in, you don't have to be corporate, but just... In workplaces in general Mm -hmm. and so on my Voice America show on Thursday we'll be talking uh, with uh, Craig Anderson and I'll tell you more about that show we'll be talking about uh, uh, how to bust the crust in corporate America and we will be we will begin a series on this show to help people around beliefs that they may be holding that is holding them back from really getting what they want in their careers, in their jobs, in their purpose in life. Mm-hmm. And so Craig will also be joining us on this show. I did do some corporate crust busting.
1: That's right.
0: Yes, yes, yes. And for those of you that don't know, um, they, a lot of people have said to me, uh, Dr. Pat, where do you like the doctor of? I mean, did you just like make that up? Well, no, I actually did go to school. And I uh, decided done to,
1: intelligent.
0: I went back. I went back. Smart. I went back later in life. And a lot of you know my story. Uh, and someday I'll tell it probably Thursday. Tell it again. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I've always wanted to, uh, you know, uh, have an advanced degree from age 23. And keep in mind at age 23, I could hardly read and write. So it took me a while to get that. Uh, and about eight years ago, I was fortunate enough to get in a doctoral program, so I did, and I, you know, went back for a degree in psychology. But my emphasis on or is in, on organizational psychology. Mm-hmm. I am really committed to making the workplace a better place and to help each and an, each and every individual have a life that they really, really are proud of in this world and get fun and joy uh, out of each and every day. Now we spend a lot of time at work, and so I don't really you know, exclude work from the equation. And we're going to talk more about that. I'm also committed to, um, you know, and you'll see more of this on the show, helping individuals know how to uh, go out in this world and seek the job they want. And so we'll be doing more of that. I mean, we just got to knock the, I had some huge chunks after my downsizing experience about my self-confidence, you know, big chunks around, can I go out and, you know, find a new job? And Who's going to want me now? And how do we even talk about downsizing? Is it like I have failed and, you know, fired? And what's up with that? Well, we've got some answers about that. And we will be talking about that as we go forward. So, again, today we're here with our fabulous guest, uh, Linda Schaefer. We're going to be talking about Linda's journey and her amazing book Come and See A Photojournalist's Journey Into the World of Mother Teresa But before we do that We are going to pick our angel card for today Yesterday's angel card was Enthusiasm
1: Which is a repeat from uh, last week One of the cards
0: It was a repeat from last week But that's okay Linda, are you here? Linda, would you read What enthusiasm means, please, for us While Benny and I uh, pull out the card Uh, Ah, come on,
1: don't be shy Don't be scared Oh, she wants me to do it
0: Okay there we go. All right.
1: Enthusiasm. <clears throat> i got to clean the palate there. Be present with zestful alertness. Loosen your constraints and let your passion of your life uplift others and generate new opportunities.
0: And today's card is... Today's
1: card is openness. Oh, yeah. Do you want me to flip to that one? Would you please? Is that in here somewhere? Drum roll. Oh, there it is. Oh, I don't need a drum roll. It's okay. okay. Thank you. <laughs> let go of the predetermined outcomes and guarded responses. Move with... Re- is it receptivity? Oh, you got it. And readiness to change. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm thinking about it.
0: Okay, I'm open. I'm open. How about you?
1: Well, I'll definitely. Okay, openness. Benny's
0: got something to think about. Well, it's part. got two ends, so my
1: name's <laughs> got two ends in it too. So oh, there
0: you go. Definitely... There's an immediate match.
1: Oh, ab- absolutely.
0: Oh, wow. And you know, we um, we've got plenty of angel cards. What happens with this for for folks that are listening is, on Friday, I will have a question, right? hmm right we'll have a question sure and that question will relate to the cards that we pull each day mm-hmm. so Monday's card which was yesterday was enthusiasm today is openness and on Friday we will uh, ask the question and the first caller that calls in which sort of is it an answer a statement um, well yeah something about uh, the answer mm-hmm. uh, they will receive a deck of these angel cards which are really cool they are very cool very cool because we got we have angels everywhere I you know what I'm, they're flying around in this studio they are. They're mm-hmm. saying right now, okay, time for a break.
1: <laughs> I think I'm going to agree with them on that one. All
0: right. Stay tuned. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Pat Basile, and...
1: Producer Benny Mathers. And Linda. Who's over there?
0: Who's over there? <laughs> <laughs> we'll
1: be right we'll
2: back.
0: We'll be right back.
2: Just
0: believe, another day, just breathe Mm Mm-hmm, yeah, Mm mm-hmm Yes, this is me, Dr. Pat Vasili, and I love that song because you know what the lines are from that song? Just believe, just breathe And you know what? That's what we need to do to soak in the spirit and the abundance of the universe around us. And we have some of that abundance right here with us today. I mentioned earlier that we have an amazing guest today, Linda Schaefer. And she is here to talk with us about her just incredible journey with Mother Teresa and in her life. And in our last segment, we will talk about how the journey continues. But right now, uh, in honoring your request, before I even bring Linda on... We are going to give out our local number and our long-distance toll-free number because I know we, we've already had one caller um, trying to call in. Sorry. Yeah, we seem so to have lost We lost her, you, but, but that's okay. We're still here. She can try back. Local 425-373-5527 and uh, toll-free 1-888-298-5569. Linda, welcome to the show.
3: Thank you, Pat. We're becoming old friends.
0: We are definitely. I kind of think we've been connected for a really long time. How many lifetimes do you think? Well, I don't know. The more we talk, the more I think it's at least two or three. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, uh, you know, uh, there's a quote that I have read, and I've seen this quote. I'm not sure where, but I would like to read it again and ask you a question about it. Sure. It says, um, a photojournalist travels to India to capture Mother Teresa's life and find spiritual enlightenment along the way. And, you know, I'm not really sure exactly what that means. Would you please share a little bit of that story and what that means to you? Where did this start for you? The
3: journey towards enlightenment.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I always love asking those questions. See, you get to answer that question any way you like. (laughs) A journey
3: towards enlightenment, you know. The the journey to Mother Teresa um, really, I think, began... A long time ago, long before I met Mother Teresa for the first time in 1995, which was only two years before she died in 1997. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: But as a photojournalist, I was always drawn to documenting the worldwide efforts of people who were making a difference, not just missionaries, but missionaries who were truly making an authentic difference and who were authentic missionaries. And what does that mean? Um, authentic in terms of how they related to the people that they were serving, not just through words, Uh but through actions. Okay. And I think Mother Teresa truly captured that spirit. She was a truly authentic missionary. And those were the people that I was drawn to long before I met her, documenting, for instance, this lovely missionary in Romania after the fall of Ceausescu. Oh, wow. She was authentic. She was truly ministering and helping the people of her country after the enslavement of this uh, Tater Ceausescu. So when Mother Teresa came to Atlanta in June of 1995, I felt that I was prepared finally to meet her. Mm -hmm. And really, since I was in college, uh, 18 years old, I had been documenting the poor, the rejected, the abandoned, the sick, the helpless the people who no one else wanted to spend time with. Those were the people I was drawn to. And so Mother Teresa, that was her work. When she left the Loretta Sisters in 1948, or 46 is when she had the call from God, the inner call on her train ride to Darjeeling, India. And the, the call told her, to leave the safety of the convent to go out and work with the poorest of the poor, mm. which is what she did, and that became her mission for the next decades as mm. the leader of the Missionaries of Charity.
0: Wow, you know, you have been—you um, know, your your portfolio is amazing. You have been a journalist for CNN, um, and you—you you know, this has been something that you have been passionate about. Your your passion shows up in this book. Uh, I can't, you know. Here I am. I'm gonna. am I'm starting to tear up already. We're just Aww. starting the show, um, because I have the book open. Um, I am so struck by not just the photographs, but your story. You go through this book and you tell a very personal in you know story that complements these amazing pictures of what it was like for you. How how did you actually finally meet Mother Teresa?
3: when she came to Atlanta. I live okay. in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. And she came here to bless an AIDS hospice home that her sisters had opened in the early 1990s. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those last minute decisions so of hers. Okay. To come to Atlanta. Oh, yeah. I was at the airport when she arrived. Descended in from the skies of Hartsfield Airport and it was amazing because I felt that immediate Connection to her, mm. like I had always known her. That I was waiting for this moment. had been waiting for this moment forever. And as a photographer, as a photojournalist, as a journalist, you try to stay in the shadows of the people you're writing a story about or documenting. Mm-hmm. And Mother Teresa turned and looked straight at me. Wow! And it was there was this magnetic X-ray vision look. And the look in her eyes told me, put down your cameras. Hmm. I put my cameras down by my side, and she walked straight up to me. And she took my hands and held them in her own, very close to her heart. And she gazed into my soul, into my heart. And I sensed that she knew exactly who I was. Hmm. And I felt lifted into her presence, into her knowingness, into her wisdom. Hmm. And at that moment, I knew that I would go and search for her again, that I would go okay. to India. Mm. And within two months, I was on my way to Calcutta.
0: So in that moment, you knew that you had a purpose.
3: I knew what my purpose was going to be. Okay. Next. Yep, absolutely. Yeah.
0: And then, you know, so then what continued was then your strategy, or I guess, you know, your plan for, to make that happen. How did you move? You know, this is an amazing story. You I, I know, Benny just shook in his seat, and so did I. I mean, we got, you know, it's a, it's a chill factor. Um, and many of us have this experience, but, uh, you know, the question is, you know, how many of us take action on it or are open to how we are touched by spirit? So, you know, once you, you have ha- you know, once, once that experience was over and Mother Teresa moved on, what did you, what did you know next to do? How were you guided then? I was guided to
3: go and get my visa. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! My my next guidance was to be very practical. Okay, yeah. However, in spite of um, what I was doing, I was going through a difficult period of my life.
2: Uh-huh.
3: But I knew I also had to go to India. Mm-hmm. I had to go to be with her. So I just put everything in storage. I didn't own many things, and I. Uh, went to Calcutta, now with my own strategy, my own plan. But I know from having done this a long time that my plan isn't always in tune with God's plan. Oh, boy,
0: don't we know that one. (laughs) Okay, sitting right here today, I can really...
3: We're going to ring the bell on that. (laughs) But but you know what? I think the trick is knowing Uh when to give up and surrender to God's plan, okay, and and letting that happen. Is that what you did then? I think I did. Mm. I think I really did. Mm. I think that journey was about the beginning of surrender, and I think the process of surrender continues for a lifetime. I don't think it can happen in a moment. Mm -hmm. Perhaps for some who are very lucky and fortunate, it can happen in an instant. Mm -hmm. For most of us, particularly those of us who are very stubborn and willful, It takes a lot longer. So we have to experience our own letting go of our own expectations, our own resistances to life, and allow God to guide us. Mm Mm-hmm. Boy. And and so Mother Teresa was instrumental in helping that happen Mm -hmm. for me. And she gave me a lot of guidance.
0: Now, okay, now you're you're obviously on the plane, and you're on your way. You've taken care of the details of this, and you arrive in Calcutta. And I knocked on the door. Yes, because it's not like Mother Teresa said, come on down, Linda.
3: No. As a <laughs> no. matter of fact, I, I have talked to numbers of people who have written to her asking permission to document her work, and she would just always write a nice No. <laughs> So my strategy, even from <laughs> when I was very young, was to just go knock on the door.
0: Oh, wow. That's great. That's the great. best way. That's great. It's
3: Really, it's a wonderful way. You go, you get on a plane, you go somewhere, or not even necessarily on a plane. You get in your car and you go somewhere and you knock mm-hmm. on the door. How can I help the poor? Well, mm-hmm. you know what? You get in your car and you go to where the poor are. <laughs> That's right. That's <laughs> you a, know? Yes, it, I do. You don't help them through telepathy.
0: Oh yeah, You know, that's a very good point, because we talk about taking action. And there are so many people that have, you know, outlined a purpose for themselves. And yet, you know, a lot of what we help folks with on this show is how do you get from having that dream to actually doing it? And a lot of times, and you and I have talked about that, is it's just crust. And, you know, what are they going to say? What do they think when I knock? What happens if I'm rejected? And I know you can talk a little bit about that. For us today, you know, you've got to get there though, and be willing to be in the not knowing. How was that for you, being there, knocking on the door, and being in the not knowing?
3: I'm fine with that.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm,
3: I'm 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 really okay with that. I'm used to that
0: mm-hmm.
3: because I know that I had come to a place where I was supposed to be. It's not without a little bit of fear. I I slept a very um, I'd had a difficult night on this moldy mattress near the hotel, but uh, near the airport. But, you know, when I was knocking on the door of Mother Teresa's facility, the mother house, mm-hmm. I knew that I was supposed to be there. Mm. I knew it in my heart. And this tiny little nun answers the door, can I help you? Mm. like, yes, I am. My name's Linda Schaefer. I'm from Atlanta. <clears throat> I would like to speak to Mother Teresa. Is she here? Okay. Period. I mean, wow. you know, one yeah. must ask for what one wants. Absolutely. And and what was the response? Yes, come in. Now, of course, in India, yes can mean maybe yes, maybe no. <laughs> I mean, I'd i been to India a number of times and the culture. I was rather used to it. And I think, really, in order to understand and know Mother Teresa, one must understand the culture of India, mm-hmm. the vast, cultural differences between East and West, which Mother Teresa was able to bridge so easily. Mm. Um, But that is where she chose to begin her work, or that's where God told her to begin her work.
0: Oh, my gosh. You know, let's take a a quick break right now, because when we come back, um, I, You know, we're on the edge of our seats here to hear what happened next and how that was for you and to share with our listeners, you know, the 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 amazement and uh, the art of perseverance. So let me just do this before we take our break. Uh, if you're listening and have a question or would like to speak to Linda and receive a copy of this book, it's an amazing book, please call 425-373-5527 or toll free. One eight 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 two nine eight fifty five sixty nine. If you're listening on the internet And you cannot call You can email me right now At live at crustbusting.com And we will take your questions uh, On the internet So you're listening to Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life With me, Dr. Pat Basili, And my amazing guest, Linda Schaefer And we are here Monday, Friday, Friday 11 to noon I'm here with my wonderful producer. Aw, oh, thanks, Benny Mathers. Stay with us. We will be right back.
1: Escucha ritmo tu corazón. Feel the
3: rhythm.
1: From the coast of Ipanema to the island of Capri Saw you knew my heart could not be free I have to hold you in my
2: arms now There can never be another fun.
0: Welcome back. You're listening to Crossbusting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Pat Basili, And today we have a very special guest. We have uh, amazing, the amazing Linda Schaefer with us. And uh, she has written an incredible book. Um, and the book is called Come and See, A Photojournalist Journey into the World of Mother Teresa. And when we left off at break time, uh, we were speaking with Linda. She had just, you know, made a commitment uh, had been called to go over to uh, Calcutta, had just knocked on the door uh, to see Mother Teresa, and the, and the door opened, and there she was. But before we speak with her, let me give out this number again. Local 425-373-5527, and toll-free 1-888-298-5569. That's one 888 298 5569 and if you're on the internet listening which I know many of you are you can send me an email at live L i v e at crustbusting dot com, and we had a caller, and I just want to address this for a minute because um, it was a you know, uh, and, and I don't, I guess we don't have the name of the caller, but I want to thank the caller for calling in, and we use the term dead or died, and it really, um, you know, Linda, you and I talked about this in the break. We're really talking about making a transition, and what does die is this body.
3: Correct. Yeah. I mean, and, I've always, you know, in spite of. Um, whatever words we use, I feel Mother Teresa's presence so strongly in my life. So I don't really see that she's died, made her transition, She's she's gone to the other side. I mean, the mysterious, you know, is so divine. Mm-hmm. It's so, or the divine is so mysterious. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that yeah. We, that we don't really, we can't even use the right words to describe it. But, you know, I feel even today, lately, even more so since Mother Teresa's transition seven years ago, I feel her presence even more fully in my life. Mm. So I know she's still alive and well.
0: (laughs) You know, and you had an amazing experience with her. Let's, Let's talk a little bit about what happened after that door opened and you stepped in. To that, uh, to
3: I that like the way you place. put that mm-hmm. What happened when the door opened And yep. you stepped in Because it is a massive door the, mm. At the mother house mm. And this tiny little nun Opening the inner sanctuary Right mm-hmm. To the mother house And I sat in a courtyard Waiting and praying mm. And within a few minutes Another sister came and got me And she brought me up This circular stairwell up to a hallway, and there was Mother Teresa standing and speaking to a family wow. right then and there, and I was motioned to sit on a concrete bench, mm-hmm. which I did, and I couldn't believe my good fortune to be sitting there in Mother Teresa's presence so quickly. Within a few minutes, Mother Teresa calls me over. She sits down on a concrete bench. She had no office. And um, I just, to my own surprise, I knelt on the ground in front of her, and I kissed her feet.
0: <laughs> oh, you know, Linda, I got to take a minute. I have to sure. take a minute. This is—I, I just, I have to. I, you know me. I. It doesn't take much for me to cry. And are you crying? I, you, well, of course. Uh, I am so touched. And, you know, we actually just had a call from one of our callers uh, that she has experienced the same thing. Your story and this experience touches so many people. They so love Mother Teresa that for a lot of us, we can't help, you know, just. And maybe I think it has to do for me, tears of joy for just an amazing individual. And you're right there with her. Uh, And, you know, the action that you're talking about and the courage that. I hear in your journey is, it, it's inspiring. And I want to say that. Um, I want to say that because, uh, you know, we, we all have our dreams. And yet what you're sharing with us is a story that inspires us to take action.
3: Well, thank you. And I, I think that uh, I really, I think I had a lot of grace in my life at that time because I was very weak. Mm -hmm. as well. And sometimes God's presence is even stronger in our lives, or we feel it Mm -hmm. touching us more when we are in a weakened state. Yes, And and I think that um, we are given a lot of grace. Mm -hmm. And then after we have that grace, sometimes I think the presence or divine presence might even disappear for a while. Mm -hmm. And then we think we're abandoned,
0: Mm -hmm.
3: when in fact, we're just being strengthened.
0: Isn't that the truth? What did you do after that, at that point? You know, here you were. What was your next step?
3: Well, I asked Mother Teresa if I could photograph her work. Uh, Okay. (laughs) I mean, one must ask, right? You have to ask. You you have to ask. She said to me, I don't need photographers. I need volunteers. Go work at the orphanage. (laughs) Okay. So she sent me to go and work at the orphanage, Shishu the next day. Mm Mm-hmm. So there began my journey in Calcutta, Mm. working with babies. Wow. And I'd never taken care of a baby. I'd never changed a diaper. Uh, I was petrified. As I've told people, I was less afraid driving into Mostar under gunfire than walking into that orphanage on the first day. Wow. Like, how do you change a diaper, a cloth diaper? How do you feed a baby? How much food do you put on the spoon? Mm. But in the presence, inside this sanctuary of love and uh, beauty and all the affection and um, incredible devotion from all the volunteers who are working there, one senses God's love. One senses Mother Teresa's joy. Mother Teresa always said, when you work with the poor, when you work with the abandoned, give them a smiling face. Mm. Show them your love. Don't show them sadness. Mm -hmm. Show them, be cheerful. Then you are doing something beautiful for God.
0: Oh, my goodness.
3: Being of service, making a difference, even if it's in just a small way of putting some food in a child's mouth. She always said it's not the big things we we do. It's the small things we do with extraordinary love.
0: That's wonderful. That is such a lesson. And you obviously really took on the challenge and uh, worked with the children.
3: I did. And um, it was a great experience for me because it brought me more in touch with being a mother, Mm -hmm. what it would be like to be a mother, because within a few months I would conceive my son. Wow. And so Mother Teresa gave me the basis of motherhood, how to be a mother. And, you know, when I had my son a year later, I didn't have any money. So what did we play with? Sticks and stones and pine cones and dirt and uh, anything that was available in nature. (laughs) And that's what Mother Teresa had at the orphanage. There was no video games, no toys, no distractions. It was about Giving of yourself fully without the distractions. And so I learned that fundamentally there. But after a few weeks, after some time, I went back to Mother Teresa because, of course, I still had this deep desire within me to photograph and document
2: her Mm -hmm. work. Mm -hmm.
3: And this time she said to me, Go write a proposal. (laughs) Okay. Now, this was lesson number one, two, three, four. <laughs> there many lessons. And I went back to my little room, and I wrote what I thought was a a good proposal. I mean, after all, I have a graduate degree from NYU. Mm-hmm. I
2: can
3: write a proposal. But it was a very academic proposal, not so heartfelt, perhaps.
0: Okay. The nuts and bolts of what you would do, so yeah. to speak. Like
3: we would write a proposal for a business. Exactly. So I went back to Mother Teresa the next day. She looked at the first line. I'm sure she didn't even read a paragraph. And she looked at me and said, no. Oh, Okay. (laughs) Okay. And at that point, I disintegrated. That's when I fell apart. Wow. And I burst into tears because I felt this incredible rejection. I'd come halfway across the world to be told no. You're not worthy. You're not, I don't need you. I don't want you. You're not going to photograph here. It was just this enormous sense of um, loss, despair, similar to some feelings I'd had with my own mother. Mm -hmm. And so I'm crying on this sorry of hers, on this tiny woman, and she's consoling me as this river of tears (laughs) falls on her. And she patted my head, and she looked at me, and, she said, this was a great lesson. You go back to your room tonight and you pray about this, and I will pray, and then you come back tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Prayer, the power of prayer, the the essence of the missionaries of charity is prayer. That's what they're about. Mm-hmm. That's what makes them so authentic. That's what makes them so different, because they truly live in a state of contemplative prayer, mm-hmm. even as they carry on their daily activities. So I did go back to my room and I prayed about it. And the next day I went back and Mother Teresa held my hands on that concrete bench. And she, again, she looked into my eyes with such deep compassion and love. And she said, but this work is very hard. And I said, yes, I understand. Ah, oh, But must have total commitment. I am committed. I am committed, Mother. And I feel like I'm straining and I'm trying to understand what she's saying to me. And she says, Very well. Then you can come and try a program here called Come and See and see if you like it. And then it dawned on me that, in fact, she was inviting me to become a nun.
0: There you go. Mm.
3: See, Come and See is a program for mm-hmm. potential novices. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... I'm Mother Teresa, I'm not here to be a nun. I'm a photographer. Oh. And she went, oh, yes. <laughs> and she pulled out this piece of paper and wrote on it, Dear Sister, let Linda Schaefer photograph the work. God bless you, Mother Teresa.
0: And that handwritten note is in your book. Yes. It is. Uh, and it's unbelievable.
3: It was my passport. And it was like... The most valuable piece of paper I've ever received. In that, it was, it was saying yes, you, Linda Schaefer. She didn't just write a note, leaving my name out. She even asked me how to spell my name. Mm. How do you spell Schaefer? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, it was so cute.
0: Oh, and you know that is sort of, and then that's where you went. And the photographs in this book, uh, and I'm going to talk about it just for a second. Uh, because I I love this book. The photographs are not simply uh, following Mother Teresa uh, around. the The photographs in this book represent not just Mother Teresa the person, but the work, the amazing uh, organization that had been created there, and the amazing work of so many people. And the pictures that you have taken are colorful. Uh, they're compassionate. Uh, And at the same time, they're just heart and they're heart opening. And I just uh, and you tell your story as well. How uh, taking these pictures photographed, uh, taking these pictures really triggered some learning experiences for you as well. Uh, And again, let me just say this to receive a copy of this book. Uh, right here in the show call now 425-373-5527 and one eight 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 two nine eight fifty five sixty nine. 298 5569 And I would like to invite uh, the caller that called in before that was so moved by Linda's story as an inspiration as an inspiration and uh, uh, Was unable to speak on the phone without crying and on the radio to please call back and let us have your information So we can send you a copy of this book Again, the number is 425-373-5527 and one eight 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 two nine eight fifty five sixty nine. 298 5569 And if you call in and you are so moved uh, uh, you know, by this story and unable to come on the radio, please give uh, Linda, uh, who is answering the phone, your question, and we will ask it for you and also get your information to receive a copy of the book. Now, Linda, let's talk a minute about the book, the journey, and beyond the book. Uh, because the journey continues, doesn't it? Yes. You were in Rome recently, and I know you're continuing to uh, take this amazing story out uh, uh, to many, many people. Uh, how does the, the journey continue for you right now?
3: Well, Pat, you know, when I went to Rome for the beatification of Mother Teresa on October 19th, I thought this was going to be the culmination of my journey with her. When in fact, it seems like it is just the beginning. Mm -hmm. Because while I was there, I had such amazing blessings. And I came in contact with a number of people, particularly priests, who had become, who had been very good friends with Mother Teresa. In fact, spiritual directors and spiritual advisors to her. So I have already uh, met with some. And uh, I was in Pennsylvania last weekend interviewing a Monsignor SF, who was a very, very devoted and very good friend to Mother Teresa. And I have the basis now for and another incredible journey of what was Mother Teresa, and the, the book
2: mm-hmm. that I'm
3: going to write now is going to be "The Making of a Saint." Wow. What is it that made Mother Teresa a saint? Truly through the eyes and the ears of the people who knew her not only for a year, two years, for 10 years, 20, 30 years, Mm. and who truly experienced the the life journey of Mother Teresa from the beginning to the end. And I think in this story, people will have a, a stronger glimpse into their own journeys because Mother Teresa's journey is really one that most of us make. We go into, see, since her death, in 19 or her passing, or her transition, transition in 1997, it was revealed through the Archbishop of Calcutta that she, in fact, went through this very dark period, dark night of the soul, mm. which is a very mystical experience as described by a number of saints, like St. Saint John of the Cross, St. Therese of Lisieux. And it's a journey that anyone who becomes in that great state of union with God ultimately has to go through. Those periods of darkness, questioning, um, uh, being pulled away from the distractions of the material world and so forth. It's just such a huge journey. But it's one that we can all relate to. And for me, it made Mother Teresa that much more real to me, Mm -hmm. by understanding this period that she went through or understanding the true, authentic journey she traveled. Because it's one, like I said, that I think we can all identify with. And as she said, we have all been born to become saints. Mm -hmm. It's God's grace when that happens. But we have to be open to that grace. We also have to be willing to travel the journey at times to accept the despair, the joy, all the different things that happen along the way. But I think most important, we have to be willing to say yes. Yes. And Mother Teresa said Mm. yes on that train ride. Mm. She said yes, I will answer this call. I will go out and work with the poorest of the poor. Mm -hmm. She said yes. So we have to, when we hear the call, I think it's important to understand that it's a call. Mm-hmm. And we have to respond to it. And respond with
0: yes. And I think you and I have are, are doing that. I want to read something. I just received an email from uh, one of our listeners listening over the Internet uh, from Half Moon Bay, California. And I'm going to read this sure. uh, to you, Linda. Uh, I'm listening via the internet to your interview with Linda Schaefer. I cannot tell you how touching this has been for me. Through Linda's courage to act on her heart's desire and through the experience of the incredible compassion of Mother Teresa, I have felt touched to take action on my own heart's desires in a way I had not been able to see before. I will be in prayer for that next action to unfold today. Thank you, thank you, and thank you, Linda. And that's from uh, Bobby in Half Moon Bay, and she'll receive a copy of the book.
3: Isn't that beautiful?
0: Well, and also uh, we have a caller um, that, uh, you know, you and I have talked about this experience when when we get together. And I have a caller that, um, you know, she can't really explain how she feels. Peaceful, peaceful, um, but really can't explain it. Never felt like this before listening to the show. And do we have the name of this caller to forward a book to? Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, and if you are touched by this show as well, uh, please give us a call on 425 373 5527 298 5569 You know how to reach me uh, by the telephone, but if you're listening live on the Internet, uh, you can send an email to me at live at crustbusting.com. And, uh, you know, uh, we will take your message. If you don't want to come on live, we will take your message and, and <laughs> make sure that Linda gets it uh, right here on the, on this show. Um, you know, we have a few more minutes, so uh, let's see if we get any any more callers. And this is th- – let's let's tell uh, folks, Linda, a little bit about how they can reach you or how they can get a copy of this book because I'm, I'm telling you, this is a must-have. Um, you know, uh, where can people go – to get a copy of this book. I know it's in all the bookstores.
3: Right. Well, they can write me at my email address. Okay. Linda at Mother Teresa of Calcutta.com, all one word. And Teresa's T-E-R-E-S-A of Calcutta, dot com. Or call me, 770-458-7868.
0: That's great. You know, Linda, um, we will continue the journey because, um, you know, you and I have been talking about um, arranging a trip for you to come out uh, to Seattle and uh, the Crust Busting Academy is doing that. We are speaking to people in the area our local uh, churches in the area uh, to bring you out here so that people can hear firsthand the story. And also, uh, you, I know you have an amazing slideshow, uh, and you're a, just a phenomenal presence and just, a, just, just wa- a wonder to me.
3: Oh, well, thank you. Right now, as a matter of fact, I'm working with an editor, a friend of mine. We're putting together a music video, of a tribute song to Mother Teresa sung by a 14-year-old girl from Mississippi. And Mm. it is absolutely beautiful. And we are putting video that I haven't looked at in seven years (laughs) to this song. So that will be something I will show as well and make available. Um, And I would love to come out to Washington, so if anybody there has a church they want me to come to, Mm -hmm. you know, and through you, as uh, yep. helping that happen, mm-hmm. I look forward to it. I've never been to that part of the world.
0: Well, we definitely, we definitely have some connections here, and uh, uh, you know, as a matter of fact, I shared with you that I have, uh, you know, a person that works with me, Linda Rapond, mm-hmm. working on that right now. And so I'm looking forward to that, um, you know, in, in the near future. I want to. Th- this, Linda, thank you so much for coming on. And uh,
3: do I have time to share one story, uh, Benny? Sure. All
0: right. Yeah, about four minutes. Okay. okay. All
3: right. Here's a story that um, this Monsignor shared with me last week, Monsignor SF from Pennsylvania, and he, it was a story that really defines who Mother Teresa was. Mother Teresa got along, as we know, with world leaders. Why? Why did she get along with everyone? Mm -hmm. Because she saw the good in people. She didn't look for the bad. She looked for the good. And she could see the good in the worst of the worst people. She went to um, Nicaragua and was listening to the speech by Daniel Ortega, former president of Nicaragua, and he was speaking in the most insidious, horrible way about Americans, the tyrannical Americans and uh, capitalists and this and that. After the speech, Mother Teresa went up to him and took his hands and said, Mr. Ortega, President Ortega, you're Catholic, aren't you? He goes, yes, Hmm. although he's communist. I understand you have seven children. I was speaking to your wife yesterday. He goes, yes. Well, I understand they have not been baptized. No. Well, I have spoken to the priest in the village, and he will baptize them tomorrow, and I will be their godmother.
0: Oh, my goodness.
3: (laughs) Isn't that a great story? Oh,
0: that's amazing.
3: That is amazing. (laughs) So he's there with his mouth wide open, and how can you say no to something like that?
0: Well, how can you? Right. You know? How can we say no when spirit shows up that directly in our lives? And, you know, there's only one thing to say, really. Yes. And at times that can be extremely difficult, even when we know that spirit showing up.
3: Right. Exactly.
0: But what you're what you're demonstrating, what you are demonstrating to to us on this show is the power of saying yes and stepping out on courage and faith and and really declaring what your purpose is. And now the journey continues. And uh, I'd like to let our listeners know that uh, we will be staying very closely in touch with Linda and bring her back on a future show uh, so that we could you know continue this discussion and continue the journey. So thank you so much for joining me today, Linda. Thank you, Pat. Uh, it's, just, uh, it's such a gift to know you, and uh, I just love all that you are and all that you're doing.
3: Oh, and I think what you're doing is wonderful. You're helping so many people.
0: Well, thank you. Well, we have coming to an end again, Benny. That's right. I don't know where this time goes. Just for but, today, though. Uh, it's we'll, just for today. We'll be today. back tomorrow. We are back tomorrow. And who do we have for tomorrow? Well, tomorrow we're going to have Gary Zukoff and Linda Francis joining us. And and they are also doing uh, a workshop, a one-day workshop here in Seattle this weekend. So we'll, we'll know more about that. But I have a copy in my hand of uh, a, their latest book, which is called The Mind of the Soul, Responsible Choice. And uh, Gary and Linda will be joining us tomorrow. I, I love this book. There's so much in here to, 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 to talk about, and um, we are going to talk about choice and what that means. And that's what Linda Schaefer was talking about today. Absolutely. The choices that she made in stepping out and living her life's dream. So know this today and each and every day that we step forward, that you step forward, that this is about faith and truth and love. And really taking your dream into action and knowing that you are absolutely not your crust. It has served you once before, it doesn't serve you today. So remember to live life full out, and we'll see you tomorrow. Oh, I beg,
2: I beg and